Hello everybody and welcome to Letterbox Book Club. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Claire. And today we will be discussing The American Roommate Experiment by Elena Armas, I think. <laughs> I know, just the, uh, just the little silence of acknowledging like how you're going to pronounce yeah. it. It's just like, <laughs> oof. Alright, as always. The author of the Spanish Love Deception. Yeah, so now I'm thinking that she's Spanish and it's probably makes sense exotic quick disclaimer we've read this before the spanish love deception because i'm an idiot yeah but anyway claire didn't realize how they're by the same author no which is fine anyway sometimes love just needs a little inspiration rosie graham has a problem a few actually first she quit her well-paid job to focus on her secret career as a romance writer only to enter a creative slump then the ceiling of her New York apartment falls in. To make matters worse, when she heads to her best friend's apartment, she finds that Lena has already lent the studio to her cousin Lucas, who Rosie has been, for lack of a better word, stalking on Instagram. When Lucas suggests that they share the small space, Rosie discovers that he strolls around the place in a towel, has a distracting grin, an irresistible accent, and cooks meals that are just as tempting. Then he learns about Rosie's writer's block and proposes an outrageous idea. He'll take her on a series of experimental dates to reignite her literary muse. This shouldn't be a problem because Lucas staying, Lucas's stay in New York also has a deadline, but she might find it hard to write now the research is so much more fun. Love it. Love it. Plus feelings, emotions. Plus feelings, emotions. Okay. <laughs> Damn, we're really quick there. Um, I thought it was a cute book. It was cute. I enjoyed it. I had no real kind of qualms, I guess, uh, so far. It might pop up as we talk, as per usual. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was, like, goofy. It did take me a little while to realise, like, what really is almost kind of like the plot because, you know, you got the deadline looming, but there wasn't that much sense of urgency towards that. Like, she was just stressing about it, which I feel like in any sort of industry where you have a deadline, like, it's inherent. Um, but then tied in with, like, Lucas's time deadline of overstaying his visa, which this does remind me of that. Of our friend that got deported. Though. <laughs> <laughs> was so that wasn't funny. their fault. They didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I yeah, it's like oh he's gonna he's not gonna overstay his visa. But yeah, I know we know somebody who did. <laughs> it's just so funny. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it did really take me a minute to realize like what like the full driving force of the plot was, because uh, then you have like Ollie and his potential issues situation that he was in, and it was like is that gonna take the forefront? Yeah. But then yeah, so. It did take yeah a good minute to have like a real driving plot, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It was cute. It was funny, um, charming. What about you, Kenzie? Yes. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. I enjoyed this book. This is a good book. Yeah, I <laughs> coming out of what did we do last week? What was it called? Love on the brain. See, that's how okay. <laughs> what happened. <laughs> um, that I hated because it was so stupid, um, and I just felt like rambling teenagers instead of full grown adults. But yep. this one, I felt like this is a. Mature new adult book, yeah, oh, yeah a yeah. new adult book, and it has actual um, adult issues rather than oh my god, he implied I was ugly one time, <laughs> and I'm going to hold on to that for and the rest I'm of going my to life. Hold on to that forever. This is yeah, like I've quit my job because I am writing a book. Big like career my switch. First, yeah, my first book was successful. Now I've got to write this other one, but I, I'm in writer's block. Um, haven't my, told my father yeah, type haven't of thing. Haven't told my father. My father has a bad hip. My father is potentially dating again. Yeah. My brother has this mysterious job. Job. Yeah. Um, did you know straight away? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, yeah, I've got this uh, attractive guy who I'm living with that I really like, but I can't communicate that to him because there's boundaries yeah. and stuff. It just felt really organic and i could believe in the story yeah yeah for sure great. i have a couple of qualms but it's not necessarily with the characters right just yeah. like situations yeah just situation yeah. stuff and i forgot to mention before i do love like a fake dating-esque yes. vibe yes um what am i although this is yeah called the an experiment but yeah i'm confused by the title though that's the only thing because it's like the american roommate experiment okay so i understand that like you would because that the american would be the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, look, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, I didn't even really think about the title, to be honest, yeah. as deeply as you have, apparently. <laughs> I was just like, well, it's because it's even in different writing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe because he was technically supposed to live there first and she yeah. encroached on his space. So yeah, she, she is now the American roommate. Yeah, true. Um, because I read the book and I listened to the audiobook. Twice, damn. 
No, no, no. I well, like simultaneously. Oh, okay, like, yeah, okay, when cool. I wasn't I was going to say, no, no. When I wasn't listening, I was reading. So the Spanish was fine at listening. How did you go with the Spanish? <laughs> Just reading on a page. Some Spanish, like Some I recognize, recognize, like yeah. por favor. Yeah. But like everything else, it, they're just words. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> sometimes I try and pronounce them. <laughs> I know I'm reading it and it's like, blah, 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 like, <laughs> and then when I was listening, it would like talking Spanish, and I'm like, I hope it translates this, and then it does. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I don't, I didn't mind it. I liked how there was always like an italics underneath telling you what it yeah, meant anyway, yeah. or Rosie would ask a question, oh, what does that mean, and he would just tell you, yeah, like, because you know you always get people, um, maybe even celebrities. Uh, who are visiting, I don't know, foreign places and, like, they're trying to get them to say a statement or whatever in a different mm. language and they don't trust them because they don't know what mm. it means. Mm. But, yeah, nah, love it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't try and speak Spanish, though. Yeah. <laughs> Being, like, yeah, Australian, we never had the uh, Spanish sort of language encode, uh, drilled into us or anything. It was always these other obscure languages like Japanese or Indonesian, Indonesian. or Italian. What did you learn in high school? Any languages? Up to a point before it became... Compulsory. Oh, not compulsory. Not compulsory. Um, I learned... I learned a few languages just because I moved around a lot. Um, in primary school... I know you asked about high school, but I'm going to tell you all my languages. That's okay. We, we love a <laughs> what, trilingual queen. <laughs> in yeah, primary school, I learned Japanese yep. and Indonesian. Okay. And then in my first high school, we learned Indonesian. And then I learned French and Italian. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but how much... How much of everything Nothing have you retained? Has retained. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know like Salamat Pagi. <laughs> What's that? I think that's like hello in Indonesian. Say it again. Salamat Pagi. Okay. It's um, a funny word. Yeah, it is a funny word. Um, and that's probably wrong. Um, I kind of know how to count to ten in Japanese, but I'm not doing it on here because someone will be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> no, I, I know. I know how to count to ten in Japanese. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll tell you if you're wrong. Indonesian, san she go. Raku nana hachi kyoju. Yeah, kyoju. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Um, and then I've retained nothing of Italian. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Except for. It was weird. There was like, it got to a point in our school where it, they just said it at the new, uh, I guess, year sevens and yeah. upwards, it was just going to be strictly Italian. So yeah, like wow. Japanese and like Indonesian was our main languages oh, yeah. of choice and they just kind of and died I've, out. Yeah. I learned French. I know uh, un petit français. What's that? <laughs> I know a little French. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How ironic. Yeah. <laughs> little um, party like trick. I, but like, true, like I know a couple of little yeah. things. Um, Parlez-vous français? Yeah. Je <laughs> Mackenzie. Um, that I picked up. But because I moved, so uh, my first high school I was learning Indonesian. Yeah. And then when I was moving high schools, you could do Italian, French or Japanese. Wow. And I already knew like a little bit of French. Right. So I was like, okay, well, I'll do French. And I got a tutor and I learned French. And then when we enrolled, they're like, French is full. You can't learn French. You have to do oh. Italian. Oh, no. And I was like, and so I moved in year nine. And that's the last year that it's compulsory. Yep. And then like from year 10 onwards, you can choose to do a language or not. And I was like, well, this is ridiculous because I don't know Italian. So you're putting me at year nine, like when everyone's been learning it since year seven. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so of course, like. Huge disadvantage. Yeah. I wasn't failing, but like I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And like, thankfully, my parents were like very understanding because they're like, this is a shit situation. Yeah. And we just said, we're like, why can't I do any other subject except for like this language? Because you've put me. Yeah. That really, You're so far kind of behind and yeah. it's not your fault. Yeah. I'm two years behind now. Yeah. And then, I get yeah. that. I remember. Because, yeah, in our high school, we did international Japanese. In primary school, I think there was, like, one year there was, like, you, where the language was Japanese. Oh, yeah. your, your language was compulsory until about, like, year 10 or whatever. Oh, yes. But then with the Japanese class, you were, there would always be, like, a trip to Japan, almost yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, a couple did, of... Yeah, the French, Japan, and Italy. The yeah, and then I think our year, I don't think it happened. Oh. I don't know why. But, like, then I was like, well, what's the point? Because you yeah. do it to go to the you trip. You go to do the trip. Yeah, yeah. Do the trip, but, yeah. yeah. Nah. Yeah. Or do I know anything else? Remember anything else from my Japanese language? Probably not. And I think I know how to say what's the time, Mr. Wolf, but I don't know if oh. it's right. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, there's this... When you're kind of late to class and there's a phrase where it's like, um, like you apologise for being oh, late. Yeah. Um, I know how to say that, right. essentially. Osoko nate sumimasen. And I think, I think this is... It was always fun to say, like, osoko nate sumimasen. Yeah. It's like, sorry, I'm late. I think... I think this one's what's the time, Mr. Wolf. I don't know. I think it's um, Okami-sama nanji, Okami-sama nanji desu ka? Because it's like, what's the time? Yeah. 
Yeah. And then not, not nothing well, else. Well, I always used to try and get out of Italian. I had my period nearly every single week, according to <laughs> me. <laughs> and I had really bad cramps, so I couldn't go. Um, oh, no. Or I had a headache. Or oh, it's actually really funny. So we had like a pop quiz thing in class. Yep. And my friend and I sat next to each other. And we – I'm not a cheater. <laughs> but we – it was like 10 questions. Yeah. And we literally got all the same like – questions correct and all the same questions wrong like okay yeah it looks, so, it looks sus and so the teacher's like well you copied off each other oh. and it's like one even if you did like uh, what does it even fucking matter like yeah. we're both as dumb as each other yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> you're just resourceful yeah but we didn't and then so it was like this whole like investigation and we had to like do it again like separately and like okay. the same fucking thing happened <laughs> you guys are just twin brains yeah you share one brain cell yeah. each is there a language that you like want to really learn or anything now? I would love to learn Spanish because I feel like a lot of countries speak Spanish. Yeah, I would. And like I to wish learn we'd learned Spanish yeah. in school. Yeah. Um, and I feel like some like because it's in a lot of pop culture, like I can recognize mm. a little bit of it, especially with like American, because I think in America, like the standard language to it's learn Spanish. is Spanish. Yeah. It's always been like dead set Spanish. Yeah. Like I know how to say like "Hello, how are you?" in Spanish. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Hola, como estas? It's like a common I, thing. Yeah. Muy bien. You Muy okay? Bien. I'm okay, I think. Yeah. Or I'm good. And then por favor. Por favor, please. Yeah. And that's all I know. Don't tell me. I don't know any numbers. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind Spanish or even French. I don't know. French is always just comes off as like a very... French is really hard to learn. Romantic and all. Any language. And Spanish is probably the same, but I know Italian and French. Do it. They have like masculine words and feminine yeah, yeah, words. Yeah. I, saw, up, I saw a funny TikTok about like someone in French using the wrong yeah the wrong pronoun for a croissant or something yeah. like that. It was yeah. so funny. It's like it's in Emily in Paris on Netflix as well, where the vagina like la vagine is masculine. Okay. Mm. I'm like, why is it masculine? Yeah. and then my cousins who went to a different school they learn german it's like it's oh. such a weird like different abundance i'm very curious as to now what other schools have like taught but i suppose i should learn german because i'm german <laughs> learn from the land of your people nine <laughs> nine that's it that's guten tag guten tag yeah everyone knows that one yeah all right moving all right. on, moving on. Sorry. <laughs> love the tangent though. yeah Hopefully someone might learn something. Yeah, back to the book. The book, the book. Okay. So, yeah, you were talking about how you didn't really know what the main plot point was going to be. Yeah, because it was was all about, like, all right, well, my dad's kind of – she's hiding this career move Mm. from her dad because she's afraid that Mm. he's going to be disappointed. I was like, oh, is this going to come out? Is this the conflict? Yes. And then it's like, oh, Ollie has a secret job and he seems Mm. miserable and he's avoiding her. It's like, oh, another potential, like, main plot point that will cover the whole book. But then, no, it just turned out she just had writer's block. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did think it took a long time to get into the plot. Yeah. A lot I of it was enjoy. just establishing the whole, like, uh, Lucas. Or is it Luca? I think it's Lucas. Luca. What did the audiobook say? Lucas. So, yeah, it, just, it was really all about just establishing establishing Lucas and Rosie as, like, their friendship and, like, their living situation. In the audiobook as well, this... Sometimes it's done really well and sometimes it's done really bad in dual pops. Mm-hmm. So in like a Vow of Thieves, Dance of Thieves, they have like a voice actor for the oh. feminine and then a voice actor for the masculine. And that was done really well and it suited them. In this one though, so obviously when you're in like Rosie's chapters and Lucas is talking, it's like the female voice actor like talk, like oh, okay. putting on like a bit of a deeper voice or whatever yeah. and like to be Lucas. Um, and then... But then the voice actor doing Lucas is just so different to, like, the voice that has already been established for him. Okay. Like, through Rosie's chapter. And then so it, like, doesn't match. And then the way that it's he... It's a bit jarring. Yeah, narrates Rosie, like, it's really jarring as well. And, like, the same kind of thing happened in other books where it's always the masculine chapters when they're um, narrating, like, the female voice. Mm. Like, it just comes across as whiny. Right, And it's yeah. like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it just sounds like an audiobook problem. Yeah, yeah. Audiobook actor <laughs> yeah, voiceover audiobook. problem. Yeah. So, yeah, and I guess sucks, because they obviously though. must just record their chapters, like, They just do separately. their bits and then, yeah. yeah, obviously send them off and yeah. then someone edits them together. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah, it must be a bit off-putting as well, in yeah. a way. And that's unfortunate that the audiobook is like that. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you'd rather just have just the one narrator, whether it be male or female, just do everything. Yeah. I'm gonna that way there's continuity. That's what I was trying I'll to get at. I'll find a chapter and I'll play a little bit. Okay. Oh, from the audiobook? Yeah. So you can see. 
I think I understand what you mean. No, but you need to hear it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is an experience we're all going to share together. This is like a graphic audio for y'all when I find out where's a Lucas chapter. Chapter 12, here we go. Getting out the receipts. Um, it was so funny. Last night, um, I was listening to it and it was when um, Rosie had spilled the drink, had the drink spilled on her. Oh, and yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so wet or whatever. But it was like from Lucas's point of view. And then my Luke happened to come home and like walk in the door. Right. It's like, oh, I'm so wet. I was like, no, 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 no. Like you don't like. I was Context like, is important. Yeah. If he had arrived five seconds earlier, yeah. he would know exactly what so was going on. So this is Rosie. It had been seven days since we agreed to be partners in this dating experiment. And besides my stomach flopping every time I thought about it, nothing had happened. As in, no experimental dates had taken place. So there's that one. And obviously I have it on fast up because I can't stand listening to it at the normal speed. Fair enough, fair enough. And Valid. So real for that. <laughs> Chapter 12. Lucas, isn't that another movie soundtrack? I asked on our way home from the store. Rosie huffed staring down at the record in her hands. Sort of, but this one is different. See? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I understand. <laughs> hey, that accent, though. Yeah. <laughs> Speak Spanish to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand how, like, the continuity would be off yeah. and it would be very kind of off-putting yeah. as well. That sucks. But again, that just sounds like an audiobook problem. Everyone just sounds the same when I'm reading it in my no head. Guess. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe audiobook actors or voiceover artists, whatever you want to call them, maybe they need to like be in the booth together and then establish some sort of chemistry amongst or themselves. Or at least, yeah, like standing in the booths next to each other. Yeah, and so they can read, like, off, read yeah. off each other, yeah, almost. Yeah. But maybe that would just... Otherwise, then that would just be like a graphic novel. Like, what's what's really the difference? Graphic audio, sorry. Graphic audio novel. Yeah. I want to see the how they record graphic audios because there's some shit going on in them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're on some. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of feralness into it. Mm. Maybe they think how no one's going to hear it. Drop in the essence of sex. <laughs> what? <laughs> just in the graphic audio. Oh, okay. All right. Just it's go- like I'm in the room with them. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're just that good. <laughs> But know, even dude. yeah, like Lucas's chapter in this one, I'm just like, okay, you wonder why a guy like him had not been snatched up, but obviously we know why. Because he has issues. He's very much a lot of issues. Yes. Um. So yeah. Um. Kicking off in the plot stuff, I guess. Rosie, unless you got a couple more like little qualms you want to yeah, right, I'll chest. talk about my qualms. Um. So they name Tinder, yes. which is fine. Okay. Okay. But this is my thing, right? Because what do you have to pay for in a book? Like, because we're talking about this in That's writing our book. We're like, I'm, I, I keep listening <laughs> and we talk about it. And sometimes we say those people who are writing book. And then other times like, yeah, we should be uh, writing yeah, our book. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's like, are you allowed to use Starbucks? Like like the product placement without yeah. the advertising? Yeah. So they're allowed to say like Tinder. They're allowed to use Netflix. But then on Netflix, they don't actually tell a show. They just describe like a teen supernatural. I, I'm glad you brought this up because I thought I missed what they what they've said, what the show no, that they're no, watching no, was. Yeah. It, it was like a va- I thought fa- it was Vampire like, Diaries. Yeah, it was yeah. getting Vampire Diaries vibes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, at first I was like, oh, maybe Riverdale. But then I was like, no, it seems Because they like dressed up as vampires. Yeah. And then it was described just for um, Lena and Aaron, like they were Corpse Bride and stuff, yeah. which would be the Tim Burton Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, it's very clearly, I think they say Netflix and then they do like, oh, are you continue? like, do you want to continue yeah, watching yeah. or whatever? And it's like, yeah, so I don't understand why you can use netflix and then not name a show and then because also with like the um the records like they get an oh, yeah. abba record and they oh, yeah. do elton john Queen, and stuff elton john, yeah. like your so like it's the balance of like well you're already naming all these like products and already yeah. brands and stuff like why then hide away from yeah. any other specifics yeah yeah i get that i mean yeah why not name the tv show oh, yeah and i think i don't know if it just leaves it as like a broad like yeah. self-insert whatever show you want it to be that's uh, like but i mean i like the reference I yeah. love the term self-insert because it's been brought up this yeah. week just in our personal lives. And it's just the best description of how... Yeah, I love it. It is a self-insert. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I just thought of a qualm. Ooh. Um, the, the extra nickname, Ro. Oh, just because uh, yeah. Ro- Rosalyn is her full name, yeah. right? And then yeah. Rosie is her then uh-huh. nickname. And now there's like a third nickname, Ro. But, and then there's but, also Graham. He calls it Graham. Graham. But like, and then I don't mind a nickname. Angel, like, which I fucking hate Angel. <laughs> Just imagine it in a Spanish accent, though. Angel. Anyway. And then, like, Precosa or whatever. Like, when he is, called her beautiful. 
Oh, is that what it's called? Siosta. I, I just thought it was like princess or something. No. <laughs> is it just beautiful? It, it explains it. It says something. Uh, like oh, like, probably. Yeah. I probably missed it. I don't know, dude. Uh-huh. Don't do that. <laughs> but all the... Too many nicknames. Yeah. And then... But... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But like the nickname was to help distinguish a part of the experiment where it's like they're just being them or but they're that, on but the date. sometimes... During, I know. Like, it's interchangeable. Yeah, because it's like it's interchangeable... And so on the dates, it was Rosie. But yeah. then sometimes I think he called her Graham on the dates or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, and then obviously Some... when it should, he calls her Rose, and she's like, <gasps> it was a big thing. Yeah. And then yeah. also like when they're on the dates. And... Okay, 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 okay. Another cop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I go. understand that it's fake dating or whatever. To, and to an extent. For the experiment, yeah. like to an extent. There's got to be the boundaries or whatever. But you love each other like <laughs> <laughs> tell them about your blue balls that you had throughout the entire oh book the proverbial blue balls that t- as a real life concept it does not exist because yeah. it doesn't yeah, matter blue balls do but not exist don't let boys tell you that blue balls exist if they say that kick them in their blue balls in other words blue balls means tension i guess yeah, so the yeah. tension and so just at every single point that i thought they were going to kiss Yep. or do something it just didn't happen or they got interrupted and it's like i understand to uh drive the plot forward and whatever to have those moments of tension and not follow through but this was way too many and then Mm. by the time that they actually did do something it wasn't as impactful because i was like well i know you're gonna fuck anyway yeah 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 Yeah, i get that yeah yeah it would have been more of a surprise maybe if it happened the first time because you wouldn't be you wouldn't expect it to happen the first time like yeah like on the fake dating or whatever or like when you have like a really good kiss or like you bone (laughs) Bone. Bone. Shout out if anyone else gets that reference. <laughs> um, anyway, and then that like causes like a miscommunication through that. Yeah. Like, oh, like we cross that line, but blah, 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 blah. But the whole thing was just like, oh no, like this isn't actually real, like blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. like, okay, but what boy would take you to a record shop and get you to pick a record and then like yeah let you dance to it or like shut down a pizza shop it's like these are all very extravagant dates where you could have done so- something so much more easier to like fulfill the experiment yeah and i think even lena says that to lucas towards the end she's like you did all these things and you expected not to fall in love with you mm. like what's the point yeah um but yeah i get that mm. but yeah the tension was yeah and then it made the ending feel more rushed yeah and i would have liked more time on establishing their relationship once they like realize that they love each other um, yeah. instead of just having it as an epilogue yeah i think i agree with but that still to good an book. extent still yeah, good still good. You're, you're, you're allowed to enjoy things and shit on it at the same time even though this is not the equivalent of shitting on it but yeah i get that um yeah a lot of tension i forget where the context of this bef- what we we're talking about before i mentioned your blue balls we're talking about blue balls. Oh, and, and just qualms in general. Mm. Um, another quick qualm. I hate it in the beginning when he was strictly calling her her full name, Rosalind Graham. Rosalind. It's like, do you like this, Rosalind Graham? Can I cook for you, Rosalind Graham? Or oh. Rosie Graham? It's like, I don't get it. As soon as the man's like, can I cook for you? I'd be like, would you like my entire breast in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dr. Adam Carson would. Like, I'd be like, experiment over. Just, Bone. You, you're done. Yeah. Bone. <laughs> Yeah, but like just the the use of the full names because I feel like that happens a lot in mm. just like romance books mm. and like it's you just... know what I hate as well, which is in any book. <laughs> We've just opened a floodgate <laughs> that we never knew was going to happen. I hate in books when and this is probably just like a me thing or like probably a chef thing or whatever I don't know. Ooh, when chef. someone cooks, but then like the whole meal is described to you, it's like okay. oh like seared steak with like red chimichurri which is like fucking delicious because i know exactly what it is but it's like and then like and sauteed greens on the side or whatever it's like you don't need to tell me the entire dish right you know or like white chocolate cheesecake like i like the mystery like if you're like right. oh this is the most amazing cheesecake i've ever had because then again you can self-insert yep <laughs> what your favorite cheese which is white chocolate cheesecake for me like boom but I feel like this is probably just a you thing. Yeah. I just I, <laughs> I don't, don't mind. like it. Like it feels like it's over simplifying food. Right. For like to make it sound to like to make impressive. a reader like Yeah, and it's like also these are very simple dishes. It's mm-hmm. just that he's probably cooking really well. And like that's the other thing, like a mantra of life is that like mm-hmm. Keep it simple, stupid. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, food is delicious if you learn to master four dishes. Right, But yep. you do them, like, exceptionally well. Mm. Like, I have a friend who makes bread and, like, pizza dough. And it's, like, 
yeah, like it's 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 bread, but like he's done it so well now that like it's delicious, and I was like, that's our bread guy. Like, yeah, yeah, fair. yeah, I get that. It's yeah. about the practice yeah. and the perseverance, I guess, yeah. and wanting to, and the passion, I guess, yeah. in doing it. And I think maybe in Lucas's case, it's just part of his just family culture as well. Mm. Like they're very into food, and like I suppose cooking for people is sort of like a love language a love in a way. Language, yeah, and um, yeah, and just. Yeah, it comes across in this book for him. Yeah, yeah, part of his culture and like he's into all the. I think it is stuff. a like in the book a cultural thing because I know I feel like in big cities in America, like takeout is almost a culture. Yeah, in or, itself. or like the or restaurants. Yeah, or and like restaurants. Yeah, and like even when um we were in America, like and we had Airbnb hosts or whatever, like yeah, going out to eat was a big thing. Like weed get back to like the apartment at like nine o'clock like we've gone out for the night or whatever we've had dinner and we've come back and at nine o'clock they're like oh now I'm going out for like my nine thirty reservation oh wow geez yeah, yeah. And it's like, I always okay. found that even in like just in media like they eat so late yeah exactly and in a magical word media yeah. um <laughs> in yeah media as a whole <laughs> it's always especially American media they're like, okay, I'll pick you up at 8 p.m. And it's like, I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm showered in bed by yeah, 8 p.m. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm like, work. it's 5.30 or bust. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Early, get it done and dusted. Yeah. yeah. So, so you got to think outside the box as well because everyone wants the prime time of like 6 to 7. But yeah. If you go early, if you go a little bit later, you kind of mix it up. Yeah, and like I, especially now as a parent. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, for sure. Like we eat quite early anyway. But it's like, that's the thing. Like we can just walk in somewhere at like 5 o'clock. Yeah. And like, oh, do you have a table for two? And they're like, we've got people coming in at six thirty, and it's like, we'll be gone by then. Yeah. Like, and we, yeah, eat. willing to take the risk. Yeah, we order, we eat, or whatever. And there's no one else there. You've got yeah. the whole place to yourself. It's like, so peaceful. Yeah, it's glorious. No excuse for anything being late. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Oh, and then also because they have that pressure of like they have people coming in, so they got to oh, get it out. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they can't risk running overtime. Yeah. Nah, love that. Yeah, I get that though. Eating late. But yeah, because in one of their dates in this book. um, he was like, oh, yeah, I'll pick you up at eight or whatever. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And I was like, that's so late. Yeah, it's like, why? And I was like, is that second dinner? Like, but it wouldn't be hungry because, like, if you go on, like, because they still have, like, I imagine normally, like, people, like, a nine to five. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, so it's like, are you, you're eating. But we're talking like, about, like, a fictional tourist character and then an know, author like, who have their own like, time limit. Like, in general, <laughs> though, free it's time. like, let's say you're eating breakfast yeah, at, like, yeah. 7.30. You're still eating lunch at, like, 12, one. one. Yeah, it's Maybe like, two. are you then eight? Aiding? Are you then waiting till eight? <laughs> yeah, to eat? No. or are you having a little sneaky snack beforehand? You'd have a sneaky little snack. shubway, little six inch, <laughs> little six inch. <laughs> little, I love a little sixty <laughs> when I just need something to tie me over. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know, dude. As someone myself who has a really messed up eating schedule, like <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. The past like week, I've eaten past like ten p.m. for my dinner. That's bad. Actually- Who says? Um, life. Actually, life. this is super interesting. No, legit. It's okay. All right, enlighten me. All right, but I don't have time to eat any other point throughout the day. So, actually, what do you eat? Do you eat a hot meal or like a cold? It's a hot meal. Okay, good. It's a nice hot meal. So, when I was trying to have my first child, I went to um, an acupuncturist. Yeah, so I was like, already about, a like, pseudoscience. Already itself. a pseudoscience. I'm not going to so, trust okay, you, so, And you know, I'm very much into the Western medicine. I love my paracetamol. <laughs> um, but sometimes I enjoy pseudosciences. Sometimes. And don't talk to me about naturopaths. If you're a naturopath, you can fuck off. What's a, what's a naturopath? Uh, it's like, <clears throat> it's a, like a crack doctor. they've killed like babies because of their advice oh like giving them stupid like natural like natural ways of living like a parent was like i'm vegan i don't want to give my kid like cow's milk or whatever oh, okay right, and then right. so they're like like my baby i don't want to give my baby like cow's formula oh, or like okay, goats yeah. formula or whatever and they're like oh yeah that's fine just give them almond milk and so the baby starved oh okay I yeah understand. all right so they've yeah, had yeah. a few cool, cool. of those sort of things. oh yeah i've anyway, heard of them anyway i went to an acupuncturist which is like it's proven to work clear okay, okay. anyway sure. and but so it wasn't just about the acupuncture it was about like um chinese medicine and like yin and yang yeah and it was saying that like Balance balance and it was like when because I was working in the restaurant and I was working 11 hour days <laughs> and I would get home at I wouldn't eat like during the day and I would get home at nine o'clock and I'd eat like a salad like a cold salad or whatever and they're like if you're eating like something cold it like takes longer for your body to digest so you're not in like your correct circadian rhythm okay so you need to like be having something warm it was like a, yeah right. the times like throughout the day to be having like a salad yeah and then like something warm and then also like it's just too late 
anyway to be eating for your body to digest it and then like go to sleep so yeah it was a whole thing okay yeah and then like since then like i changed um i quit my job because yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um and then i changed yeah like my eating habits right and then yeah it must be nice having a good schedule for that to happen (laughs) but yeah i mostly have a hot meal like like, she was like you need to have hot meal and i was like bitch tell me and she's like you need to be eating at six o'clock and i was like right in the middle of dinner service yeah that's like i was like all right it's like five out of seven days of my work shifts is throughout that time i can't just stop what i'm doing and just eat Although I do have, like, one client that will – if I ever needed to, like, bring dinner or something, like, she'd let me eat at some yeah, point. Yeah, this is, like, like, at work still. I don't have, like – because I don't take a break because there's no time for me to take a break. It's, like, I can't eat lunch yeah. at, like, lunchtime because yeah. I need to be doing stuff at work. Yeah, look, it's crazy. Cooking is a love language. And uh, and yeah. Lucas finds this passion – well, he realises it more towards the end. Yeah. But, he, yeah, he realises that he can be, like, a chef. And yeah. he does apply to culinary yeah. school. However, but we'll get all that is towards the end. Is life easier when you're rich? In this instance – because I reckon he has money because he's surfer or used to be a surfer and then also because they they just happen to know the person who owns the restaurant and she's like of course I'll hook you up everything yeah you you have the contacts you're going to utilise them I thought did you think this is what I thought that um, because like the issue was like his visa or whatever yes and it's like well if he's on a holiday visa I think he can just like get like a work visa and work I was like oh maybe he'll just go and work in the restaurant oh yeah oh, okay yeah I don't know I don't know the intricate details yeah. of the visas or yeah, what means but what. like I thought that was what was going to solve mm-hmm. him like having to go I was like yeah. oh he'll just work I, in the I just had just knew that he was gonna have to like go back home at some point yeah. anyway I didn't realise they were cutting it so close. And again, yeah. it was very reminiscent of her. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, it also, like, he was there for six weeks. Yeah. Do you love someone in six weeks? I mean, I can't talk, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I suppose when you get that... Is it also, like, the pressure of, like, your time is running out, so, like, all your emotions are heightened? Ooh, I love that, though. Yeah. Probably. And, and amongst her, her own personal deadline... Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, yeah, the deadline is what drove all her motivation. Also, but, like, it still took too long to realise that. Did you think she was going to get pregnant? No. No? <laughs> no. I did. Well, you were thinking, like, is it, like, a, a workaround visa situation? No, I thought it would be an card? accident and that would be, like, a oh, okay. point of, like... No, I, I had this... No, I because d- didn't think pregnancy was in mind. And I, hate, I fucking hate this <gasps> and, the, and he says, I never wore... Yeah, work I hate condoms, this. Or no, never, I've never, never had sex it. without... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I hate this in media and I hate this in real life because this is how people get pregnant and they're like, oh, I accidentally got pregnant. It's like every time you fuck and you aren't using like a condom, like there is a, even with a condom, but anyway. And so, yeah, because she's like, oh, I want you inside me. I want you to come inside me, which is gross. Um, <laughs> All right, pregnant lady. <laughs> um, I turkey based it, obviously. <laughs> no, but it's like, I'm. that's fine I because that. I want to be impregnated. Yeah. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, anyway, no. But so she was on the pill, so it's fine. Like, Do you know how many pill babies there are? <laughs> pill babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because she's like oh i'm on the pill and he's like rosa i've never <laughs> I reenact i've never fucked without a condom and she's like worst match i said ever heard <laughs> <laughs> and she's like litty titties put it in me so i thought that like i was like oh fuck like yeah, they're yeah, bringing yeah. attention to it yeah but like how many books have we read where it's like i'm on the pill it's fine yeah or like, in, in, in the fan- take- in the fantasy world i've taken i've the- taken a tonic, uh, tonic. <laughs> The tonic that renders men and women infertile. Yeah, Jesus. If only. They're just out there chewing grass. <laughs> yeah, um, look, yeah. But it's weird because in this modern world, real life, it's always like <laughs> in the modern, modern world. world. <laughs> real life. Like everyone's so vocal about, you know, protective sex. But then in books, it's like, you know, we're going to have a sneaky link one time without a condom. Yeah. Like with no consequences, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why? Yeah. But yeah, no, that was funny. No, but I didn't think pregnancy at all. I did. I was thinking green card on the table. You know, like a fake I thought marriage. Get married. Yeah, yeah, get married. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure inevitably. Yeah. In the future of this universe, they probably have. Yeah. Or will. I get thought married. at the end when she like did the airport thing, I thought the she'd be like, "I'll marry you." Ooh. Yeah. But it was just just like the breakdown. I yeah. love you. And then but I think it's still even with that. I think like the whole like ninety day fiance thing or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Like I think. Like, if you come, you still have to, like, go back for, like, a certain amount of time. Back home? Back home. Oh, yeah. Like, before you come and get married or whatever. Oh, okay. It's like... I I don't know the intricate details of this. Where there's somewhere... I think it might be Bali or something, because, like, so many influencers, like, move to Bali or whatever. But it's like... You have to come back for, like, two weeks or something, like, every X amount of months. Just a little FIFO. Yeah. (laughs) Fly and fly out. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. 
But loved that big declaration of love though at the airport. I love it. I love big. I feel like this book had that sense of self awareness because she is writing a romance book. Like they're acknowledging I themselves, and it's well, weird. At one point, <laughs> I, I was like, "Are we reading her book?" Oh, yeah, that would have been great though. Yeah. In a way, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, oh, love that. Yeah, would have been a real inception. Yeah. What did you think of her pseudonym name? Come on. <laughs> I, was like, Come I on. wrote a, sorry. So for everyone listening, her so her name is Rosie Rosal- Graham or Rosalind Graham, whatever. And her pen name is Rosie Sage. Rosalind Sage. Rosalind Sage, sorry. If I Mackenzie, last insert last name. Self insert. Yeah, self insert. Wrote a book. And then but I didn't want anyone to know. And I go, Oh, everyone, there's this really good book. It's by this author, Mackenzie Henry. Like, like come on. that's me. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And yeah, I figured like, see, this is the part where it might have been beneficial to have read the Spanish Love Deception first. But again, my fault. Yeah. Maybe there were references to her writing yeah. a book or whatever in that book as well. No, but and because so, that book is about a completely different character. Uh, it's about Lena and Aaron. It's we know. No, no, it's about her, their cousin, one of their cousins. Oh, it's just about the like she, so. So it's Lena and Aaron's wedding. Okay, but yeah. the concept is like Katarina, a cousin, Katarina oh. Marina, whatever their last name is. Katarina Martin yeah. is going to the wedding, and oh. she needs a date. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so it's, a bit, it's just it's, a multiverse. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually more separate than what I thought yeah. it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So she needs a fake date to go to the wedding. Right. All right then. I'm just going to stop what I was going to say because obviously it doesn't make any sense. I'm just wondering if, like, Rosie ever got a mention then in Spanish Love Deception. Probably not. And, like, if there was ever talks between her and Lena about, you know, being a I don't think or there would be anything about – I think it would be, like, Katarina and Lena talking, but – Sure. And maybe but, but Rosie in- could still be that best friend. Yeah, maybe she introduces her at some point. But- maybe, yeah. So I'm just wondering if there was, like, a little cross-reference mm-hmm. where, like, she might have mentioned. But, yeah, like, Rosalind, Rosie, Rosalind Sage. Where'd the Sage come from, though? I don't I think I must have skimmed it. Yeah, it didn't say. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it was so funny. When I read that, I was yeah. like, oh, come and on. And then it's also, like, she said, If like, no one really knows about it, it's a pretty good pseudonym if, yeah. or alias if no one knows that you're trying to be yeah. a writer. She, like, reveals herself. And he's like, oh, what? Like, I read that book. That's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Like, this is a book that Lena was talking about. It's like, also, if Lena came back and, like, to Spain or whatever and was talking about this amazing book that she's read by this Rosie person and then you come to America and then her best friend Rosie yeah, yeah, happens to be writing a book. Do you not put one yeah, and one to make yeah, two? Two and two together. <laughs> but I don't think she would introduce herself as an author because she was a bit – No, but like – I know, Like but... just be not be a fucking idiot. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. She's, yeah, I get that though. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was awkward. You could have any other name in the world. Yeah. It could be. But it has to be Rosalind. I did like the concept of it though, of like it's a time traveler. Yeah, like, and now you can like, figure out dating in the modern world. Yeah, that's so cool. And then like obviously, the second book is like the playoff of the best friend, yeah. which is very much Spanish love deception yes. to this as mm. well, in my opinion, as someone who hasn't read love deception yet. Should we talk about Ollie? Ollie, sure. Different. This is like it seemed like a really different structured podcast, and I quite like it because <laughs> normally we just go through everything and it's just like comments here and there but it's like let's just do this let's just yes. do that it's nice and chill i don't mind that but yeah ollie i thought this was going to be a bigger plot point and then it kind of turned yeah. out to be nothing and then it's just easily resolved yeah and it's like i wish it was drugs or something like <laughs> just give us a bit of something, something a bit more oomph. oh no he's actually a stripper like but it, it, it came across as like he was in the situation that he couldn't really get out of it yeah though. it came across i thought that he was being pimped yeah 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 for sure because of that guy jimmy yeah old mate jimmy up, yeah and then, yeah, it kind of turned out to be nothing. And then he's like, oh, yeah, like, there was this girl, but she's okay now. Like, It's like, I only did this to get her out of it. But then he got a little bit stuck. And yeah. then, then he got out of it, no yeah. problem. And it's like, what happened to the original plot? <laughs> like, I just don't know why. Like, why couldn't her brother just be a deadbeat? And then, like, In his he, eyes, then, he probably is a deadbeat yeah, and then, to but, the like, family. And then he got a really good job and he didn't want to tell her or whatever. And why couldn't it have been that? Instead of, like, I just feel like it didn't do anything to progress the plot. It just made her stressed out more. It just made her more stressed. And then Lucas got injured. And then they had to sleep on the couch together. When it's like there could have been any other scenario of him getting, of him hurt. getting hurt. And then, yeah. Right. And it didn't have to be. Or, like, Ollie could have just, like, come and knocked on her door and been like, like, I need like help. yeah, I need help. Like, I need to stay here for the night or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe the, just the Ollie plotline. Yeah. yeah, just it's just like another stress. one of those things where like because they're in the greenhouse or whatever, and yeah. they've kissed. 
think so. Yeah, and then Ollie is like, I need, like, I want to go home. Come yeah, or yeah. I think they're in the middle of maybe about to burn. Yeah, as you would say, in the in the greenhouse. <laughs> maybe, yeah. And they got interrupted, or yeah. it got really steamy, and then yeah, it got yeah. So it's just another one of those moments of interruption. interruption. Blue balls yeah, blue again. Balls. Maybe it's just to add an extra layer of like the family dynamic because yeah, they seem to like <laughs> not communicate with each other about like their life yeah. or whatever that well. And I think he's nineteen and she's like ten years older, so I assume she's like twenty nine. Yeah, because um, I think that's the case because their mother left her left them and it's like when Rosie was like 10 they left a, a newborn no. or something or <laughs> no. did I get it all wrong? Ollie was 10 months. 10 months oh okay. And she was like a child I think he's only a couple of years younger. Okay. Yeah. How old's Lucas then? I'm he sounds I feel like he's I think like 30. Like, what do I no, think no, he's 30? you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just thinking of love on the brain maybe. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because yeah Ollie is 19 and I just don't know how old Rosie is. I must have missed it or it probably just wasn't declared because like they're grown-ass adults she'd have to be at least 27 what i don't know she, she's <laughs> been in a in a she's in like an engine what was an engineer at, at this firm yeah like, but i feel you like you'd get uni 18 to 22 i know but like i reckon she's like but 25. like she got promoted i don't know no nah, i reckon she's like 25 I don't, know, I don't know dude okay i can't find out their ages but like they're not that i don't think they're that old <laughs> discourse yeah yeah, look, I don't. All right, fine. They're like mid twenties. Oh, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll concede. I don't know. I feel like yeah. they're a bit older. I don't know. I think she was just like it, a little child, and yeah, it said that he was ten months old. So right, okay, not ten years younger. Sorry, sorry. All right, but I did like the switching the flick, flicking the switch, switching the sitch, where flicking. the mother left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just and there hasn't wasn't any sort of like residual resentment or bitterness it was just something that was mentioned and like never talked about again yeah so kind of glad that that didn't um yeah. kind of impair her life's journey as much or like is seen as an obstacle now in this book perhaps yeah. um but i did love that we get glimpses of old mate joe her father mm. like having a bit of a flirt with the, the neighbor yeah, that was cute. so it was it was a nice little meet cute again. love kindling that was the best red velvet cake I've ever had. You know what red velvet cake is? <laughs> it's fucking chocolate. Everyone raves about red velvet cake. Right, yes, chef. Yes, chef. What do you say, chef? I hate it. Yes, chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cute. Maybe, yeah, because, yeah, Ollie is not – back to Ollie real quick. Like, because he is that 19, he's, like, you know, trying to find his way in life again. They're both seemingly trying not to disappoint their father in a way. Not that he'd ever come across as someone who would be blatantly, like, disrespectful towards their life choices or whatever. He seems, like, very understanding and all that. Yeah. And very, like, loving and all that as well. So, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the family dynamic of just trying to keep secrets from each other. Mm. And, yeah, it's just probably out of the extra stress. Like, she's worrying about what Ollie's doing um, yeah. and the fact that they haven't told their dad about their jobs and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. We'll talk a bit more about Lucas and his kind of little the tragic backstory. Lucas. Little sad boy. Little sad or boy. sad man. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a pro athlete, so I don't understand. The, <laughs> <laughs> the heartbreak. The heartbreak. No, I mean, I get it. It was like, that's your career and that's your passion. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like if I chopped my hand off, I guess. No, um, chefing for you. Yeah. Oh, you could probably chef to a degree, I don't depending. Think I'd be able to chop accurate. I mean, I have seen someone on TikTok chop with one arm and it's very impressive, but I just don't have the motivation. <laughs> like if something were to um, like disable you in a way, you yeah. think you would just like, give up yeah <laughs> i was trying to say that really nicely but like, just I'd, give up i'd end it all i'd make someone kill me <laughs> hey volunteer euthanasia yeah. no, i think you need to be like chronically ill for that to happen yeah but. damn that sucks <laughs> this is we've talked about this it's yeah like, yeah, yeah. i want to kill myself <laughs> it's your right <laughs> just how you go about it i guess but yeah, yeah back to lucas real quick Sorry. and his surfing thing yeah um it was like heartbreaking though because he held on. He thought that that's what. Yeah, but he also, brings value to his also, life. He said that he like didn't do the rehab and he like didn't like nurture. He he is ne- negligent of yeah. his and injuries. Like, I know someone who they're now dead. Um, they were old, so it's fine. But they got injured. <laughs> so blase about it. <laughs> they got injured. I'll tell you who it is afterwards. You don't have it's, to. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, anyway, they got injured and they had, like, a bone replacement um, and they didn't do, like, their physical therapy. So yeah. then they couldn't walk properly for the rest of their life. Right. But they always complained about it. And okay. it's like, well, you've dug your own hole and then they died, so. Maybe. 
so my dad he hurt his knee yes. and like he was told that he had to like do like physical therapy stuff as well and that he had to wear a brace but he never wore the brace and yeah he would like every time like it would hurt a little bit he'd like complain and yeah. be a bitch about it it's like dude it's just like, do your physical therapy physical th- like do the yeah. bare minimum yeah like um um my mum actually she um has a really bad like a back and hip now like she's old you get it she's not old but like <laughs> old girl she's an older woman Anyway, and she went to this, there's this new, like, science, it's, like, Kaiser or something, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's, like, physical therapy. Anyway, she went in, and they, like, test all your strength or whatever, and she got, like, I don't know, 56 on strength, I don't know what, what it's out of. Some sort of, calculation. Yeah, some sort of calculation. Anyway, she did, she does this program for six weeks, and at the end, she's worse. <laughs> so, <I did. laughs> so now she has her, like, spinal surgery. Jesus. Yeah. So, is it even, like, a reputable therapy option then if I, I mean it works for some people but like no, <laughs> she's, she's, just like, got she's unlucky. like i was in more pain and my strength we- like weakened wow yeah damn that sucks that sucks that was probably super expensive as well probably yeah worth just dying I'm, I'm bro because they're everywhere now i yeah. actually don't okay. know like the definition probably depends on yeah what, i think it's more for like sports injuries rather than like everyday old injuries. old people injuries yeah. <laughs> The Kaiser Method is a fusion of health science and exercise science. It is an approach based on the key principles of... Oh, no, it does say, help me with back pain. Maybe it just wasn't, yeah, as just effective for her. It's an approach based on the key principles of exercise (coughs) science and is grounded in decades of results from over 100 centres worldwide. Maybe it it just wasn't as personalised to her or as individualised to her. Maybe there's, like, generic sort of programs that they just place people... Oh, you have back pain? You get to do this... Even yeah, though, the back pain program at Kaiser. So yeah, I, they would have like one program, I guess. Yeah, to try and cover all sorts of different situations, yeah. and obviously that would impact other people, whether or not it'd be worse or not. And then that's why you'd get some people with success, a mm. success rate. Mm. But no, interesting. But yeah, Lucas, his whole thing, he's like feels like he doesn't bring any value to like a relationship because he kind of in himself feels kind of a bit broken yeah, because you know of what, losing his injury but it is his own fault because he's not doing physical exactly. therapy and he's not helping himself yeah. he's I just wallowing someone. in his self-misery yeah. almost yeah like mm. I, yeah just like people who aren't going but to then it probably themselves. just gets to a point with the injury like yeah, if you don't hurt uh, this is very generic and may sound like completely ignorant in a way as well but like if you get to a point where like yeah you haven't helped yourself you've put yourself in a worse position perhaps there's it gets to a point where there's nothing else they can do to kind of help it yeah exactly. like it's already set yeah but like you, but you still have the right to kind yeah. of live your life and do what, what you want at yeah. your own risk the dignity yeah. of risk and all that but and, but i think and that's the thing like you have the right to do that but then i don't think that you have haha a leg to stand on to be like <laughs> By the I'm in pain or like, like, like oh, well, I can't get a job because of this or like oh, I'm a weaker man because of this like mm. and I want like this type of woman but I can't deserve that because of this and it's like well you've put yourself in this shoebox right yeah yeah I get that cool yeah. love that but uh, ultimately with Lucas I guess like he does come around to that fact where after Rosie's you know big declaration of I love you and then the chat yeah. with Lena like get yeah. your shit together yeah. kid He's like, yeah, well, now I'm going yeah. into physical therapy. I'm doing yeah. all these exercises, whatever he needs yeah. to do. I just, yeah, can't stand the, like, oh, like, it's she deserves though. someone, like, so much more than I or whatever. And it's it's like, like, you just have a sore knee, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Relax. and it's, like, also, like, she's told you that she loves you. She's seen all of you. Yeah. She's, like, she knows what's up, diggity dog. Yeah. And she, she still, like, wants you. Like, and she's, yeah, experienced, like, the panic attacks and the nightmares yeah. and stuff as well. And yeah. it's, like, you know, she, she loves all of you. Yeah. I love the panic attack and nightmare trope. Yeah, me too. I <laughs> because like it. it's just like the like the injury trope as yeah, well. Yeah, it's like, like, who did this to you? Yeah. Are you okay? Oh, wake up. It's so good. It's like, I'm here. Wake up. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, You're yeah. safe. And then just have a bit of a cuddle and it's yeah. like peaceful night's sleep yeah. again. Yeah, love that. Yeah. I loved it when they brought Taco because of the whole emotional support training yes. thing. I was like, oh, love that. Not that we ever saw him really in action in terms of an emotional support dog or yeah. therapy dog or whatever. There's only that, that like cute. anecdote of like how Lucas had that panic attack and then taco got abuela yeah oh yeah that one yeah Yeah. abuela yeah it is kind of like a heartbreaking storyline because i suppose yeah surfing was his life it was who he is as a person and he feels like if he doesn't have that then what yeah what does he have to offer to anybody but and then obviously at the same time you know he's helping the neighbor adele you know he's just such a kind person like like, also bethany hamilton lost a whole arm and she still surfed so (laughs) i want to talk about the dates yeah perhaps so they went on uh, yeah three but like two of the three was split. Four, sort of. it was like four. i think it was in the end it was four technically yeah. Yeah. so the first date they went on yeah part of their experiment um we've been going on a few tangents today which is <laughs> fine which is, it's turning into a its own thing um so they go to the record store 
Yes. They get their soundtrack, their Ebba dancing, their product placement of Ebba. Yes. Um, and there's a, a rat incident, which is always fun. But, like, I feel like... But so also, you live in New York. <laughs> like, there are rats and cockroaches fucking everywhere. <laughs> You've been there once. Settle down. <laughs> I, I saw rats and cockroaches <laughs> fucking everywhere. Um, and they meet, uh, like, Alexia as well at this point, which is Adele's, the neighbor's daughter. Because it's, it's revealed that, like, Adele has been mistaking... Lucas for Matteo, who is like her husband, uh, late husband, I assume, mm-hmm. and it seems like there must be a bit of Alzheimer's there. Well, that's what Lucas says, yeah. and so he he plays along because yeah. apparently his grandfather, I think, yeah, has his Alzheimer's. Abuelo. Abuelo, yeah, I, don't I know think he, it's implied that he's dead. Maybe I'm yeah. not sure. So he's very used to just like playing along with what what people say and what they do. Pretty much, it's pretty much what they say in my job as well. If you're dealing with people who or working with people who have those um, issues. Yeah, they have a fun time at the record store. Again, they're very <sighs> extravagant, like, dates. Yeah. But then again, she did reveal to him all her exes and, like, he's just trying to, like, in a, in a way, outdo them as well. Yeah. Like, trying to make I, a, a better experience. I like the way that the, like, dates, like, phase one, like, first date, blah, oh, yeah. blah, and then, and then like, big phase two, like... Like, the hypothesis Yeah, almost. like, cross that line, like, with the, the like... The spark. The spark with the intimacy or whatever. And it's like, this is exactly how life is. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, you don't, you don't talk about it. And then the uh, second date, which was the pizzeria, which they burnt the pizza, which was always devastating. Um, and Luke, the, they dance and stuff, and they do all sorts of things. And Lucas revealed like he's in pain, but it's one of those things where it's like he doesn't care because mm. so long as he's making this girl like happy and yeah. all that type of stuff, which is cute. Yeah, he's a charming guy, yeah. and he, he was very considerate. And it's a shame that yeah, he doesn't see how other people react to what he's doing. Mm. Like he doesn't see how like good and kind he is. Mm. Which was until obviously he read the book at the end, I guess. Yeah. Also, low key, I just realized it's a bit triggering having an author write about an experience. Um, November 9. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oopsies. Just, yeah, oops. Oh, I also found perhaps a grammatical error. I'm inadvertently pointing all these out. Um, I wrote it down because Lena and Aaron, you know, end up com- popping back from their honeymoon or whatever. Um, and the sentence is, because the context was, I think Lena was talking to Lucas and Rosie, and I think she's getting, like, a bit agitated, and then you know how Aaron just kind of threw his arm around her to his, okay. to his side or whatever, but the line was, Aaron threw an arm around her wife's shoulders, and it's like, oh. huh? <laughs> like, just a little, like, the mix-up in pronoun, which oh. is fine, but, like, for a that. book like this, I, I don't know. I was listening to that part in the book, and it said his wife, so maybe that was... I don't like, know, it's probably... But then my question is how can it be so different like the audiobook is like correct spelling and then this is have one incorrect spelling or yeah but they mistake. probably saw the error and then were like oh it's meant to be his wife obviously so they just said that oh, okay oh yeah. uh, for the audiobook yeah, yeah for sure for sure but yeah i just thought that was fun i'm like i wasn't expecting that oh they i think they make the halloween masquerade party their fourth date yeah even though official yeah because lucas is like i didn't plan it yeah. so no no do they do that they do that before uh, before the greenhouse one I think it was... So that's their unofficial third date. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, third. Yeah, because oh, the masquerade was, was would be a part two of yeah. phase two, I yeah. guess. Yeah. But yeah, the Halloween masquerade party was I fun. I wanted Cute. them to fuck in the toilet. Oh, who didn't want them to I fuck know. in the bathroom? Also, also... The tension, though, the blue balls. Blue balls, tension. It was an exquisite it was delicious. I like... Yeah, when he's like, I like, I'll shut my he's eyes. He's being so respectful. I know, and she's like, look at me. Like, yeah. I love that yeah. shit. Like, yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> Get you going. It did. It's crack. Yep. Um, yep. Pussy on crack. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Lena came in or whatever and she's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, would you not see his feet? Yeah, I don't know. Like, just look down, yeah, bro. Just like, look down. Yeah, look down. Maybe she's like partly drunk as well and she's yeah. just not realizing I thought there it. was going to be like a sentence or two, like describing him like getting on the toilet, like to hide or whatever. Maybe, like, cause yeah. Because Lena will see his feet. Like, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just thought that intricate of... Yeah, the intricate details of him not getting caught was a bit far-fetched. Yeah. Like, also, I suppose, I suppose she's not looking for... Uh, even though she does accuse them of, yeah. like, fucking in the bathroom, yeah. like, she's not looking for him. Yeah. Rosie was wearing matching underwear. Like, she wants to fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> give the girl what she wants. This is the, like, universal, like... But that's the whole point of this yeah, book as well. Yeah, it's always, like, if you, like, go on a date and she's wearing matching underwear, like, you're not the one who decided, like, you wanted to fuck. Like, she yeah. is. <laughs> These days you can't make that assumption though. <laughs> yeah, I just love that Lucas was just such a gentleman about it. And yeah. then, yeah, Rosie was like, yeah, just look at me. Rosie's like, touch my titty. <laughs> my Put my whole titty in, my, in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
and so that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Okay. Blue ball number three or so. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the fourth date was the rooftop greenhouse situation. And yeah. they were talking about how... Well, they what, got to the fancy restaurant as well. They're, they're now pals with the head chef because Lucas helped her mum. Also, gay rights. Gay rights. Oh, yeah, we love gay rights. She has a wife. I forget her name. Like Akane, yep, or something. It, it was Alexia and like Akane, yeah, something like that. So yeah, they have a, a a fourth rooftop date, which is pretty reminiscent of how they would have interacted if they'd had met at Lena's wedding, wedding. yeah, because they both kind of seemingly had crushes on each other. Because Lena would have talked to yeah. Lucas about Rosie, and then yeah. Rosie was just like a weird kind of Instagram stalker. social media yeah. social media yeah. stalker, yeah. Uh, crushing from afar. We've all been there, um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and. And yeah, so they were just, it was really that moment where they were like playing pretend and leaning into all that type of stuff yeah. as well. And he like baked the same cake that Aaron and Lena had. And, and like he Aaron like was played a slideshow of like pictures from the wedding. Yeah, it was so cute. So extravagant. Like, dude, how how would no one, how would anyone not fall in love with yeah. you if you did something like that yeah. extravagant and that kind yeah. of intimate as well? Yeah. And so, yeah, that's when they have their bit of, like, I don't, I don't know if they start having a bit of a make out. They have the, like their grand, like a grand first kiss almost yes. situation. And then obviously Ollie needs help. And then at some point, yeah, Lucas reveals his full accident history in France, blah, blah, blah. They have sexy... After, yeah, they've kind of established... Well, after they've started, like, kissing and making out, that's when there's a little little sexy time, intimate yeah. moments happening. Yeah. Which is a common trend after, like, characters get together after a bit of a slowish burn. Yeah. Like, and then the next several, like, chapters is like, all right, we're going to have sex in the shower, you're going to have sex on the yeah. couch, you're going to do this, that, yeah. like a montage, yes. if you will. yes. Um, which I don't know. I find that personally annoying. Yes. But um, I, I'm like, that's um, a yeast infection waiting time. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And also, like, how do you walk? Yeah, for like, sure. That hurts, man. <laughs> they got to christen the whole place. Yeah. Um, oh, and all this is happening while yeah, because uh, Rosie's apartment is out of um, out of order because of the roof caving in, and the con- the contractor. Yeah, contractor like asked her out on a date and stuff, yeah. which is cute. And then yeah. there's there's moments of of course in these books yeah. there's moments so of jealousy yeah, like, she's at the coffee shop or whatever like the contractor is there and he's like do you like want to go out for dinner or whatever dinner and drinks and then lucas like pulls up well like yeah. walks in when i say pull up i mean like <laughs> anyway and then he's like no she's going home with me and yeah. it's like okay well then why do you think she's not in love with you yeah come on yeah yeah and like why how are you not in love with her at that point yeah. if you really want her to stay yeah. And then, obviously, towards the end, after the grand airport gesture where Rosie kind of feels rejected because this is her almost ultimate. We get to the end, sorry. I want to talk about the. um, Feel free to talk about anything you want. What is it called? The mutual masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay, so, Quam. I mean, first of all, hot. But Quam, he's been stroking his dick for a while at this point because, like, he's in the shower and then, like, she, like, comes in or whatever. And then he's like, I want you to touch yourself. And she's like, yes, daddy. Anyway, she's like, let me stroke my clitoris three times and I'll come. Whereas he's been jerking his sausage for quite some time and he still hasn't come. Right. That's my only Quam. It's always, like, one pump and done. (laughs) That don't work. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. And then he's like, I want to come on you, which is like hot, but like, it's messy. But they're in the shower though. But then, yeah, it took me a while to realise. I thought, because when he had like mentioned, because she had a clothes, like she is in her bra and her underwear, um, I thought that she was just like outside the shower. And then because he's like, oh, I stepped forward to kiss her or something, I thought right. that he like came out of the shower. Right. And then I thought they were like on the bathroom floor. Okay. But then I was like, oh no, they're in the shower. Okay. And I yeah. was like, okay, that's Perhaps fine. just in the moment of the tension, you're just yeah. inadvertently skimming, trying to, get your to, mess. trying to get up into yeah. the details. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah, I think mutual masturbation type of thing is just not for me, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I just, I'm like, no, like you're right there. Touch me. Like. Yeah. Just just have proper shower sex. Yeah. <laughs> just go for it at this point. But yeah, no. Well, fun for them. Trying to figure out what each other likes. And, but they're not in love with each other, right? No, <laughs> this is all pretend. This no is all for the experiment. And then, yeah, obviously, Rosie throughout all this is having breakthroughs and she's writing her book and she's realising that, yeah, this is almost like a love letter to Lucas, blah, blah, blah. She's very happy that she meets her deadline and apparently it's an amazing book. Lena gets to read it and then she persuades. Well, she sends it to Lucas and Lucas gets to read it. Anyway. Yes. But yeah, airport grand gesture. Rosie's all like, I love you. I want you to stay. And then he's like, bye. Yeah, he's like, I can't. <laughs> to be d- fair, yeah. you don't want to overstay your visa. Otherwise, you get yeah. deported. <laughs> as per no, but friend. she's like, I'll buy a ticket and I'll come yeah. to Spain with you. Yeah, and I, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. at what point is she? can she just not pop over there? Because yeah. yeah, she's a writer. She can write anywhere. 
Um, but obviously he was like, no, no, no. In and amongst his like self-pity, like it is quite heartbreaking though. Yeah. It was pretty sad. And then, yeah, so they go away. And then obviously Lena has a talk with Rosie as well. And then she has a talk with Lucas. They have the deep, it's always the third party that has yeah, the deep has conversations like, and an has idiot. to be the one to put two and two together. Yeah. And yeah, so Lena tells Lucas he's a fucking idiot. And he's like, I know. <laughs> um, and Christmas comes around and then like New Year's comes yeah. around and then they go to a big party. Yeah. And then it's like the countdown. Yes. Three, two, one. Did you think Lena was pregnant? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got no pregnancy vibes whatsoever well, in this book. Just because just like, you're pregnant doesn't mean <laughs> everyone, is. everyone is pregnant. Um, no, because like uh, Lena hands Rosie like a glass of champagne and then Rosie's like, oh, like, do you want something? And she's like, oh, no, that's just for you. And I was like. Hmm. See, I wasn't suspicious like that. Uh-huh. I don't know if she had said. If but it was offered, more like a nod, like you're gonna. If Rosie like, you had offered this. her a soft serve and she declined, <laughs> I would have known. <laughs> Not a um, lot of people know about that. <laughs> just the one little bit of information. Um, no, I think it's just because she just wanted to. I suppose maybe be sober enough to be able to witness this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Witness her best friend yeah. being in love. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Midnight strikes. Yeah. I think. Lena's like, tell me what you wish for yeah. or something, and it yeah. might come true. Yeah. <laughs> giggle, giggle. Yeah. yeah, and Aaron was like giggling or something. Yeah. I don't know. And Turn then- around, because you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, lo and behold, yeah. Lucas is it's there. Like it's, yeah. I don't know how he's back in this short amount of time. Like, what Because, because of the whole applying for school oh, and stuff. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah. like, yeah, once he left, I'm like, yeah. how are they going to work around this visa? Because yeah. I feel like, yeah, he'd have to stay in yeah. Spain or yeah. elsewhere for, like, mm. months mm. or whatever mm. before being able to come back. So, yeah, there's a bit of a loopy hole. Yeah. And so, yeah, he's just explained he's going to do his uh, physical therapy. He's yeah. going to go to ther- normal therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Actual therapy. <laughs> he's going to apply to culinary school in New York. Mm. And and then they're just bouncing around being long distance for yeah. the time being, which is cute. And that's like, what, one year later or whatever. Yeah. Worked out in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's implied that he's either moving back or like coming back or mm. something. So like they're moving in together and all that. Yeah. One big happy family with Taco. Yeah. And he said, he's like, oh, my like flight's tomorrow or whatever, but he's already in New York. Yeah. He's so cute. I guess because it's the, it's like a throwback to the beginning yeah. because Lena didn't know when he was coming yeah. and that started this whole thing. Also a fake break and not a fake break and entering, like a misunderstanding breaking and entering. Yeah. Is that the me cute? Is it really cute? <laughs> or is it just annoying? It's just annoying <laughs> because like it held no significance really in the long no. run. It, it was just, yeah. A bit, yeah, far-fetched, perhaps. And yeah, that's the book. Too many tangents. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I loved it. It was cute. It was adorable. It was, it was different. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was very refreshing coming off Love on the Brain. Yeah. <laughs> In comparison. In comparison, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, the reading. Spanish Love Deception. Spanish Love Deception, yep. Um, oh, I was also going to say, with the whole Jimmy and, like, uh, Lucas, you know, willing to fight. Like, mm. I'm glad it never escalated well, to, yeah, like, super like, violence. yeah. yeah violence yeah and like they've managed to have that self sense of self-control and like step away and just be like oh it's not worth it but like and it wasn't like a, yeah an obstacle or a be-all indoor situation mm. and like there's no misunderstanding of like you shouldn't afford him blah, 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 mm. and that sort of resentment and bitterness everything works out in the end she does she tells her father about being an author now and yeah he's like he's fine. like of course i'm scared but like also i'm proud and just raises anxiety about this deadline which is I so real i want to know what her pay is like because obviously she's must be on something good, a good wicket. A good wicket. From the first book. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear you say that <laughs> cricket term before. <laughs> I say it all the time. I think because Luke says that. Must be on a Luke good wicket. Cricket? No, no, he just says it all the time. He hates it. We both hate cricket. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> well, it does, but like, it's boring. <laughs> That's your opinion. Also, like, why are you got to wear that uniform? Like, don't, like, it's what? hot. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's <laughs> how That's passionate I am. So, yeah, she must be on a good weekend because she hasn't worked for, like, six months and yeah. she's living in New York and she's going out if for she... her cronuts and her <laughs> oh, pizza. Yeah, cronuts. you. I hate cronuts. What are, what are cronuts? They're, it's a croissant donut. Oh, okay. Like, I knew there was a donut aspect, yeah. but I didn't yeah, know it was, like, like a, a croissant, croissant in the shape croissant. of a donut. Yeah. Quaxon. Quaxon. Quacks off. I also didn't like the cronut you. Cronut you, you know. It's like <laughs> but too, you. too cheesy. <laughs> I wolf you. <laughs> I Spanish you. But, like, if you think about it, she's she was an engineer I assume she'd work for a significant amount yeah. well, at least five years yeah and she's had a promotion yeah she she'd be money. making big yeah. bucks she'd and be like, making would she figures. have to pay rent like while her apartment's getting fixed don't oh yeah true yeah i don't know it's like it's unlivable like if you can't live in it like mm. and then she's been spotting lucas some cash yeah, yeah. maybe she's just a rich. anyway and then because obviously like you can get an like 
I think the way it works is if you get like a book deal, then they'll give you like an advance. Yeah, upfront. Yeah, upfront for your next book. Perhaps. I don't know how it works, but yeah, everything's easier when you're rich in all these books. Give me some struggle street. To be fair, <laughs> Reminders of Him from Coho was a bit more of a struggle street in terms of finances, but like it still wasn't that good. <laughs> give me a poor, worked. Give me a poverty love story. <laughs> uh, but yeah, nah, loved it. Yeah. I, yeah, looking forward to Spanish Love Deception. Mm. That's it. Enough rambling for us, I think. Yeah. We'll call it a day. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> Stay safe. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> link in the bio. Link in the, the link in the Instagram. Go to our Instagram, letterbox underscore book underscore club. Yep. Link in the bio for our link tree, and that'll take you to all places. our socials. Yep, for sure. Um, and yeah, catch us next week, which I don't know what next week would be because we're doing this a little bit disjointed and ahead of time. So yep. who knows what? It's a surprise. Yeah. It'll be a surprise. surprise. To us to us at least. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, Shouty. Oh my god, yes. I was saying that the other day and looks like where'd you get that from? I'm like, surprise, Shouty. <laughs> I, I forget what it I don't know what it's from, but like it's yeah. it's a meme making yeah. a, a resurgence, yeah, I think. It's fun. We'll make it happen again. Yeah. Alrighty. Peter Malark for life. What? <laughs> Peter Malark for life. Oh, Peter <laughs> Why? Because of the because of the Josh Hutchinson Renaissance that's <laughs> yeah. happening on TikTok. What was more culturally significant? significant? The Renaissance. <laughs> or Josh Hutchinson. <laughs> okay, goodbye. All right, bye. <laughs>